I was hosting these online games for my friends and family because my passion and my drive and my ability is to get people to connect to themselves and each other in a way that's easy and fun and brings happiness. So I was doing these games and they really took off. So I was doing them now for marketing firms and corporate events, doing client appreciation. This is a show where we'll explore what it means to retire with purpose. To make a difference, to invest in your family, your community, to live to your full potential and explore abundant opportunities to live with purpose and community. From Garden Spot Communities in New Holland, Pennsylvania, welcome to Purpose in Retirement. Hello, I'm Scott Miller, the Chief Marketing Officer at Garden Spot Communities. And I'm Juanita Fox, the Storyteller. In this season of Purpose in Retirement, we're going to be talking with experts who are going to share ways that innovation and emerging technologies can improve the quality of our lives and help us to live with purpose and community. In this episode, we are talking with Sasha Dawn, the CEO and founder of Utopia Experiences. Sasha will be sharing her personal story with us and how she connects family members through an online game platform. In just a moment, we'll talk with Sasha. Well, Sasha, thank you for joining us today. For our 2022 season of Purpose in Retirement, we are talking with industry innovators and leaders who are offering new and emerging technologies that can help us discover abundant opportunities to live with purpose and community. So you and I met um, a couple of weeks ago when you visited Gardens by Village to uh, talk about you know, your, your game and your technology um, and to learn more about our community. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Sasha, can you share the backstory of Utopia Experiences? What led you to create it? Oh, what a great question. I try to tell this story without crying every time, and I have yet to get through the whole thing. During COVID, I was living in Colorado, and my father, who is my hero, and I'm a daddy's girl, and he was living in Arizona, and he fell and was placed in first the vet's hospital to recover and then moved into a skilled nursing community to recover from that. And you have to know my father is, was in Vietnam and he served as a Green Beret Special Forces paratrooper. He was in the war for nine and a half of the 11 years on five tours. And he's very, he's a very tough man, very proud man and very strong man. And so when I first was able to speak with him on the telephone, he was afraid and he was confused. And I thought if he could just see me, it would be better because he would see my face and he would feel more ease. And so I went through, her name is Sue, and we're now really dear friends, and she's the activities director. And I didn't know what that role even meant before that day. And she was able to set up a FaceTime visit. And so she set it up and I dialed in and was able to see my dad. And what I saw in my dad was something I had never seen before. He was scared and isolated and alone. And I couldn't ease him. There was nothing I could do. And so I just started doing more FaceTime visits, which became more traumatizing for the both of us. And I know we all have a story for ourselves or for someone that we love dearly during COVID because the pandemic really changed us all in different ways. So in becoming really good friends with Sue, what I learned about 
Sue, and what I learned about both of you and everyone in this industry is you guys are incredible people. Sue, specifically, who I can speak to about was Sue was overworked, underpaid, understaffed. Mm -hmm. She was running up and down the hallways wrapped in plastic, calling out bingo letters and using her own money to buy ice cream, and she missed her grandchildren terribly. So I said to Sue, because at the time I was working some, and I was also doing this side gig that just brought me joy. I was hosting these online games for my friends and family because my passion and my drive and my ability is to get people to connect to themselves and each other in a way that's easy and fun and brings happiness. So I was doing these games and they really took off. So I was doing them now for marketing firms and corporate events, doing client appreciation. And I said to Sue, Sue, let me play a game with you and your grandchildren. No charge, no charge. And she said, Sasha, if you're willing to do this for me for free, just do it for the residents. And I thought, what? <laughs> so I did. She, I sent her a Zoom link because our games are hands-free over Zoom. So I just sent her the Zoom link. She set it up on three iPads. She wrapped herself up and she strolled it down and she delivered an iPad on three different tray tables in three different rooms for three different residents. And for 30 minutes, we played a version of Wheel of Fortune. And for 30 minutes, these residents forgot where they were. And they called out letters as I asked them. They solved puzzles. And at the end, we all cried. <laughs> because for the first time in months, they were seeing somebody without a mask because it was virtual. And, you know, I would have FaceTime visits with my dad. And the first few minutes are... How are you? Yeah. How did you eat today? How are you feeling? And then there was this lull. Mm. Hmm. How do we connect? And at that moment when I hung up after playing that day, I remembered my kindergarten teacher saying to me when I was five years old, making some clay mold, you know, or some molding something out of clay. And she said, it's okay, Sasha. Everybody's good at something. You'll find your passion one day. And I thought to myself, my clay bear does not look like a bear. <laughs> but it was in that moment when I ended that game with those three residents that I thought, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's how it came about. You're wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's a, that is a crier. <laughs> That is a wonderfully powerful story. It is. Incredible story. It is. Incredible story. Well, so what, like, what is, what is your work experience? How does that tie into this? How did you, how did that lead you into this place as well? I've been in sales, I think, since I was 14, was when I first started working as a little hot dog palace in Northern California. Because my father was military, we did move around quite a bit. I spent most of my life on the West Coast. And so my first entry into this global enterprise sales world was up in Oregon. I was an inside sales rep for Symantec antivirus. And I got a field position and they said, you got accepted into this great role. And I was willing to go anywhere in the country because I was so excited to be in the field. And it turned out I got to go to San Diego. And uh, <laughs> if we, we've all been there, hopefully yeah. at least once. And I mean, at the end of the day, my face hurt from smiling so much. And I thought, I can't believe they pay me to be here. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> But software, software, and software wasn't really fun to me. It didn't bring me a lot of joy. And at the end of the day, I was solving people's problems by 
backing up their software in a really safe way, but I wasn't bringing joy. So my history again is in sales and it wasn't until, like I said, my father fell that everything everything changed for me and how I came to Utopia Experiences. But I think that my background in sales helped to make Utopia so special because I am a people person. I have a big personality. I know you guys are into the Enneagram. I'm an eight in the Enneagram, so I am a protector. Um, I am a, I make moves, I make things happen. I take up a lot of space when I come into a room, even on Zoom, right? That's kind of my tagline. (laughs) So, so it was able to allow me to really build a great team and I'm also able to communicate my vision and my passion really well so people understand and if they have the capacity to come on board and be helpful and are on share that same passion and vision, it's really helped me a lot to build the team I have today. So how does, how does it work? Great question, great question. So we are a SaaS, which is a software as a service okay. company. So we don't sell direct to customers, we sell, and our game is tailored towards senior care communities, specifically that the old game I was playing was fun. It was great. It didn't have any customizable options. So today, what we've learned from doing all the research that I've done is the letters need to be of black or yellow color with the opposite background. They need to have the ability to zoom. The options need to be simple and available and it needs to be customizable depending on the level of care the residents are in. The sounds need to be a certain quality and a certain level, and they need to be changeable. So it works by a company, for example, Garden Spot would have a subscription to our software. We have a platform currently of one game. Our intention is to have three games in a year and a half. Our flagship game, the game that we have today, we're so proud of, is called Spintopia. It is a version of the very popular game you see on television today. That's kind of one of our taglines is vowels are $250. It's the one thing that has not (laughs) raised uh, from inflation since 1973. So we have kept that to be the same. So you log on or you would log on through your community. So a resident for example, from Garden Spot could log on, they would have a username and log on, and they would book a game. They could book a game directly with one of our game show hosts or one of the internal game hosts that are also trained through our platform. And then we get a notification. The Zoom link is then sent to all of the contestants and the viewers. So if your mom lived here and she was playing, you would know, oh gosh, mom's playing today at two, I'm gonna log on and watch. And you could be an audience member and you could watch mom play. Also, she could play with you. You could play together with families. You could play in large group settings. It could be you and I playing only, or it could be me, you, and three other large teams in three different media rooms. So different communities could play together, but it is a software as a service and it's done on a subscription model. Okay. So it sounds like as an individual, if I didn't live in a community or my grandparents didn't live in a community, I couldn't necessarily not today. Our model, okay. yeah, our model does not suit direct sales. We're just so new today. Trying to get into the community in a way that feels like we can control it and um, scale it in a way that helps our quality care and our <laughs> level of hosting stay high. And and I'm the main host right now. We have three mm-hmm. other hosts, so we actually start beta April 18th. Okay, And we have four communities that we're starting our beta program with. 
and they've agreed to give us incredible feedback and we're really excited about that. So we intend to do, each community will have an external host, which will be one of our UE hosts once a week and then we will train them to internally host and they can play as much as they want throughout the week. One of the great things that I also learned from Sue back in when my father fell in 2019 was at her particular community, she was responsible for a lot of reporting to say, you know, my dad's name is Lee. So, you know, if, if Lee talked on the phone to his daughter, that was engagement and she would note that he talked for 12 minutes to his daughter. So, and if Lee looked out the window and was watching birds, she would note he was bird watching. That was some level of engagement and that was important to her boss, to the state and to insurance. So what we've built into our platform is a back-end reporting method so we can now track how many times you've logged on, how many answers you've gotten right, how many minutes you've played. What we really also, what I learned when I came here last week here at Garden Spot was how important the intergenerational connection is. So to really be able to connect people from all over, if they move from one community, one hall to another, they can still play with their friends if they had that weekly game. And what we are finding is anywhere from 10 to 20% of the community over the month will engage and the unique visitors that come is about 25% additional. So we're getting a lot of touches in the research building up to our beta. So there's a lot of different options and I'm sure that there's a lot more that we haven't even considered. I know we spoke earlier about the research that we're looking forward to being able to do and partnering with the right university and the right academia provider to really validate the value of what's now being called senior game therapy. We hope to be the leaders in that area. There's a lot of other hardware and software companies out there that tailor towards senior games. What's really the most incredible thing I think that we offer through Utopia is it's hands-free. And it really is, I, I know there's great value to the movement and the engagement in that way, but that's not always the case. And even though COVID has paved the way for Zoom and that sort of technology, it's still really intimidating for me even much less, you know, my dad, but he can log on to Zoom and sit back and listen to the, my cues. Okay, dad, it's your turn. Your, your options are on the right. Would you like to solve by a vowel or spin? And whatever he says he wants to do is the option I click. And, you know, the game does the rest. It's really, we've done a good job over the last 14 months building a really intuitive, smart, easy to use game. Fantastic. So you touched on it a little bit, the intergenerational portion of uh, of, of the game. Um, and it started in healthcare, so that was that's where you primarily started, right? But it pulls people in from all walks of life. I mean, do you have an example for us of like somebody oh um, who's is in healthcare and, you know, grandchildren on the other side of the continent or something of that nature joined in and they could visit at a time when they never could have visited before? Definitely. It was Christmas Eve. I was home in Boulder and I was doing games for just that reason. It wasn't corporate events on Christmas Eve. It was families who couldn't be together. Uh, I worked for nine and a half hours on Christmas Eve hosting games, wow. game after game, because why not? They couldn't be together. They couldn't fly. They hadn't seen each other in months. And we played, I played with dozens of people all over the country. And then what was so wonderful is 
They've played this game. It's been facilitated by this awesome, fun game show host who's vibrant and loud. And, you know, I have the bow in my hair and my yellow <laughs> game show blazer. And then at the end, they're they're calm and they're relaxed and they're and they're like, can we play one more game? And so maybe we would play one more. But otherwise, I just realized now now you can sit around and talk and people have been coming and going and calling out letters throughout the last hour. So I would just let them talk on Zoom and close my camera down and go do my own thing for a little bit and then come back and host another game. But it was really nice to see, just like you said, the grandparents in in a community and their families at home and the college kids couldn't fly home. And even today where we are out and about more, it's it's harder. It's, It's very expensive to travel. It doesn't happen as easy. And if you could just log on to Zoom and have something really fun be facilitated for you, it's a really, it's a really awesome opportunity. <laughs> and I like the, the, what I like about that is that, you know, when you just FaceTime, you run out of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right? And this gives you something to stay engaged with. And, right. And, and it's, a, it's not only entertaining, but it's engaging. It is very engaging. And you find that when you see your face up on the screen, a side next to a huge game board, you, you get a little nervous. I mean, even though it's your family and it's just me hosting, but you're like, oh my, you know, when, when you're watching the television show, you call out the letters, oh, you know all the answers. But when it's your turn to be up, you all of a sudden forget what a vowel means. And <laughs> <laughs> it becomes nerve wracking a little bit, but that's the fun of it, you know? And, and it's really also nice for, I think my generation, when I play with my dad, I can see really how he is doing mm-hmm. today because in, you know, an eight, 15 minute Zoom call, he can show up real well. Um, but after we play a little bit and he's answering questions, I can see how he's actually doing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm grateful to say that my dad's doing really well yeah. today. And so it's nice to be reassured of that as yeah. opposed to just a quick phone call or a quick Zoom and then it's over. So yeah. to be able to watch that all unfold, it's been really beautiful. So, so um, what do what do people tell you is the most meaning part of their experiences um, when they play your games? The ease, the ease of it all. Because, like I said, it is it gets you, you know. Oh, I have to use technology. Oh, I'm going to play a game. I'm not going to know the answers. And then the fun of it all. So, really, the ease and the fun. Because it's one thing to show up to a game with your family and sit around the table. That's easy. You've been doing it for years. This is a new way to engage. And I think it's a really cutting edge way to play and engage with your family from all over the place. I think it's also much, much easier than people imagine just to click on the Zoom, sit back, let the host, whether it's internal or external, really just facilitate that game. And one of the things I think that really sets us apart is our hosts and our host's ability. So we hire professional hosts. Some of them, I say professional because we've trained them well and I think we do our due diligence in making sure they're a good fit. It could be a stay-at-home mom, could be a retired teacher, it could be an improv actor who doesn't have day work. Most of our games are obviously during the day. We have this incredible online training tool that really acclimates them to the game. Anyone can learn the game. It's really hiring for the right fit. It has to be somebody that truly truly engages and has joy to bring joy to seniors because those are our customers those are the people that that we want to make happy and and then the generational touches beyond that but i think what sets us apart is our live hosts and their ability to scan a room and if one person's not playing well or is not really maybe they're having a hard day and so 
you know, our game is intuitive enough that we don't have to follow the rules. I could skip Scott and I could go to Juanita and I could let Juanita go three times while Scott, you know, takes a moment. And just having our hosts really understand that that's okay and just kind of go with the flow. And I think that's really what sets us apart. And I think people feel that right away. And then I can validate that because when you came in, like, was it last week? Mm-hmm. And you said, well, the best way to understand this is to play a game, right? And I'm not a game person. I was you like, oh, not serious. Play. I did not. I'm like, oh, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> you could tell, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh. And, but at the end, it was a tremendous amount of fun. And it was a lot. It was really easy. So, Thank yeah, you. you pulled me right in. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun because it was, you know, we were in a corporate setting. Yeah. And we were having a business meeting. And I was here to do market research. Yeah. And you guys were kind enough to give me a lot of good feedback. And then when I said, let's play the game, Everybody was like, mm, we're not here to play. <laughs> but two, you know, two letters in, everybody's leaned back in their chair. We're kind of heckling and we're having fun and we're laughing and we're cheering people yeah. on. And that's the game. Yeah. That's the magic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what surprises you about your journey, Sasha? Like, what, what have you learned as a startup entrepreneur? Well, what surprises me about my journey is this industry. Even in your lobby this morning, (laughs) I was getting a coffee and I I was chatting with the woman behind me who was having a hard day. And she shared that with me. And it was just her and I in line. And she said that she took her husband to daycare and she had to do more for him this morning than she had ever had to do. And I could tell there was more to that story. And then one of your employees came up who I had met last week and he just put his hand on her shoulder and she really, she just started crying and she was having a really hard day and his heart just opened up like a flower and he listened to her and he gave her good sound guidance and counsel and support. And so I think what I'm, what surprises me is the industry that I have been gifted an opportunity to get to know because you guys aren't here for the money and you're here because you want to be here and the people that show up here and support you and that you support every day it's incredible this is a really people come here to live and they come here because of you and mm. that's what surprises me what also surprises me is how easy it's been because I, you know i'm not going to lie we work hard we work 60 to 80 hours a week and we've been doing that for almost two years now and we are just to the point where we're about to launch our game into the public and we are so excited but it everything that i have done every step that i have taken i have been provided for in a way that i i I don't even recognize who i was a year ago and i can't wait to see where i'm at (laughs) next year but i'm surprised at the ease of my path because although like i said the hard work has been put in i think it's the industry that i've chosen to be of service to that really has made it wonderful. So when you um, think about the, uh, the utopia experiences, um, why did you create them the way that you did? Wow. Well, utopia by definition is a made up, dreamed up wonderland and experiences um, is really what we're trying to create. We're trying to create an opportunity for people to have a dreamt experience that they feel in their heart and that they feel a connection to. Sometimes it's subtle. You know, when I started hosting games, I realized 
this is the greatest thing in the world. I love this. I <laughs> I was made to be a game show host, which is so weird. <laughs> and I thought everybody was. Everybody wants to do this. But I have since learned that, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> Some people hate to be on a mic or hate, you know, that it's ter- the terror in it is is real for some people. And so I've learned that there are a lot of people like me that enjoy this yeah. and what wonderful fun it is to give that gift to people. And so creating it just made sense to me. I didn't know why anybody hadn't done it yet. I didn't know. And, and that's kind of when I, I can tell when I'm speaking to my kind because they'll <laughs> say, how come I didn't think of that? You know, because they want to do it too. And well, come on board. We would love to have you. We are, we are in the market for great game show hosts and people to help spread our word because we believe that it's, um, we believe we're offering a really quality, incredible service of connection through Utopia Experiences. I would agree with you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Very good. This has been a wonderful conversation. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Sasha. Thank you. So Sasha's story um, and her desire to make a difference in the lives of older adults and their families, it's, it's tremendously inspiring. It is. Our conversation with Sasha made me so grateful that I have found a place where I can make a difference too. We've summarized the main points of our conversation with Sasha in a PDF entitled the five ways to find what you are meant to do. You can find a link to the PDF in the podcast description. The PDF lists um, five tips. Number one, listen to your heart. Number two, find partners. Number three, share your vision with others. Number four, be aware of what you shouldn't focus on. And number five, have fun. Before we go, let's not forget our giveaway. If you contact us through our website, gardenspotcommunities.org, and mention the podcast before December 31, 2022, we will enter you into a drawing for a hot air balloon ride for two. Again, contact us through gardenspotcommunities.org, mention the podcast, and we'll enter you into the drawing. Next month, we're going to talk with Leslie Jane Seymour, who created Covey Club, an online community for women 40 and over. Thank you for listening to Purpose in Retirement. I'm Scott Miller. And I'm Juanita Fox. Special thanks to Sasha Dawn for joining us for this podcast. Our senior producer and host is Scott Miller. Our co-host is Juanita Fox and our producer is Sharon Sparks.